This is Getting Past the Subtitles. I am Sean Peel. This is DK Lee. And we are in the fourth and last week of our Vaguely Music series. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) So last week we covered, or we watched Linda, 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 which we said was ultimately pretty good, really captured the essence of youth um, with the backdrop of passion for music and these girls starting a band. So definitely check out that episode for all things. Uh, but this week we watched Our Shining Days, which was released in 2017, directed by Ron Wen. It is a Chinese film. And I think apparently it's also his debut feature, according to IMBD, because there was like nothing else on his. There's like two things like this is his first, and then. Um, fun little side note so after this, in 2019, I think there's a Chinese TV drama of the same name and it's basically the same story like through and through nice um i tried looking for it like i can only find like the raws so i don't think it's subtitled yet so it's probably not good <laughs> if, if Defi- like... definitely deserves it huh definitely deserves a drama remake <laughs> definitely does. <laughs> can you imagine if like this is the only thing he's done in his career like sticking with that series for like five years <laughs> like mm. um yeah, so what are your first impressions of watching this, Lee? If I were to compare it to <laughs> uh, American, uh, an American movie, mm. it would be like the kind of movie that I would see on Disney, like the Disney movies, <laughs> the Disney teen movies that I watch. A hit Disney Plus series? Something like that. But like I remember back way back when... when uh, I used to watch the Disney Channel, and there would be films like that. Kind of like High School Musical, I guess. But I never watched High School uh, Musical, but sure. But I guess it would be something along those lines, those kinds of films. Uh-huh. And this film kind of reminded me <laughs> of that. Right, right. I think that's a pretty apt analogy. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. It is very, this is like... like, the Chinese version of that, I feel like. Yeah, like a Chinese version of it. It's definitely, like, cater. Like, it's catering, right? I guess it really Mm -hmm. kind of is for anybody and everyone. And it isn't, like... I mean, it's definitely, like, not on a dark spectrum at all. (laughs) Right. But, yeah, no, not at all. But it does share sort of, like, the the cringiness and, like, goofy aspects of, like, a Disney sort of film. For sure. Or, like, like a live action. It's kind of like a Disney movie or something. Yeah. Um, no, now that you said that, it kind of does resemble that for sure. Uh, so for me, so, I mean, this was my pick. Um, I think I saw this movie a while ago, like two or more years ago. Um, but I do remember like coming across on the on. I think it was like Facebook or something, but it was the scene of the music face off that they had in the hallway. Yeah. And I guess it was, like, it was kind of iconic on social media for a bit because I remember seeing it a few times on my feed. Yeah, I I remember memes of it. You have memes of it? Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool or whatever. And then I think I just stumbled upon it again later on when I was just kind of looking for movies to watch. And this one caught my eye. And then 
I watched the movie and that scene happened and I was like, oh yeah, this is that movie. Ah, that makes, it's all coming together. <laughs> but it was funny because I didn't expect this movie to be out of that scene. And I was like, wow, this mm. is, this is an experience for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what exactly did we watch? So it takes place with high schoolers and I guess it's a music school. Yeah. And so uh, we follow, I have their names here, gotta love Chinese names, uh, Chin Jing, and she's like, she plays the Yang Queen or something like that, which is, um, well, let me backtrack a little bit. So the school kind of has two programs. So it's a music school, but there's classical program, and then there's the um, folk, the, like the Chinese folk program. And basically, the student body is kind of split between these groups, with the folk Chinese being the minority in the school. And so, Cheng Ying plays um, the Yang Quin, which has, like, the roots of the piano. Um, so, you can kind of think of it as, like, the Chinese ancient instrument of, like, a piano, essentially. And then she has, like, a best friend, uh, Liu, who plays the um, drums, uh, for there, I don't know what his instrument is called, but it's some kind of percussion. And basically, she stumbles upon uh, Wang Wen, who's this prestigious pianist <coughs> in the classic uh, student body, and it's like love at first sight sort of deal. And she's—I have to applaud how brazen she is. <laughs> like she just straight up is like, "I like you." Um, and she accompanies him to this concert and then she confesses and he's like, no, nah, I'm too good for you. Basically, like, <laughs> I'm this preppy. I need to focus on my studies and not love sort of deal. And then she, so basically she, her conclusion is to make him see her instrument or recognize her instrument as like a legitimate instrument because the classics don't really give a crap about the folk sections so her idea is to form a band with like sophomore or freshman students and to play at i guess some sort of concert in order to get his attention and essentially they kind of fail at it and then their last resort is to go to the I forget what they're called but they're basically otakus <laughs> yeah and I, I guess there's there's like agc ACG, yeah. ACG, ACG. <laughs> Anime, comics, and games. games. <laughs> so wild. And it's they basically, it's like room 502, and they are just hermits in this room. And they're basically like a group of Frenchians who are otakus. Um, and they set out to recruit them. And initially they say no, but then they kind of cut a deal with... Uh, Jing is going to buy them basically figurines in order for them to participate in the band. And it's like figurines per week. And basically she like overestimates how much the cost of the figurines are going to be. So they join the club and then there's like bits about them struggling to find a room to practice in. And then they end up practicing and then they kind of grow as friends and the sort of the leader of like the friend group is uh Chiao Mai who turns out to be this super famous like live stream celebrity 
um, musician. I don't even. What was the name of her instrument? Do you remember? I don't remember. I'm not exactly sure. I don't remember, but it's like it's on strings. But she yeah, plays it's a it. string instrument that's kind of like a harp, but yeah. it's like on but, the it, on, it's horizontal. Right, right, like landscape, and then you yeah you play it that way. Um, it's sure, and it was like the thousand finger or something. I forgot. God of thousand fingers. A lot of thousand fingers. Uh, I had it written down. Oh, Lord of a Thousand Fingers. Lord of a Thousand Fingers. And so essentially, so she gets a gig to play at this, like, ACG convention. And then she invites um, the other two and the band that they formed to play. And then after that happens, they become super popular amongst everybody in social media. And then, basically, this kind of captures the attention of Wen Wen. And then she confesses again, which... She gets rejected again, but then things, like, really have a fallout. And there's, like, really harsh rivalry between everybody. And then some bits happen, and then you figure out that... Well, summer break happens, and then when they come back, the school decides that they're going to shut down the folk... uh, The folk music department, I guess. And so all the students are like, What? You can't do that! And then they kind of stand up for each other... And then, like, their rivalry explodes into this music face-off between the classics and the uh, folk. And the uh, the folk students end up winning. And instead of doing some kind of, like, I guess, not, like, prank, but, like, shameful... It's like a footbridge. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, to be honest, but... Well, you know you know how um, the guy in the beginning... I don't, I don't know if he's a piano guy, but he's... Um... He's one of the classical guys, but he took a picture of the of the um, old man playing in the outside. Do you remember that scene? It's in the very beginning when they're like kind of explaining the school and like the the de- two departments and how they're like different. Mm. And there's that there's that dude who like takes a picture of the old guy outside who's like uh, playing the erhu or whatever, mm-hmm. and and he took a shot of it and he's like, oh, this is the future of the folk music department <laughs> and i think that's the footbridge where the guy was playing uh, and so they're they're saying like you're gonna be like that so you go play outside like that gotcha. all of you guys oh as a, yeah, as a yeah. show of humiliation you know yeah 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 yeah. i got it like the homeless guy you that's playing it? on the side yeah, of the, the road kind yeah, of yeah 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 oh yeah. I, okay i remember now i remember now so that's why that was the bet. Like, if you lose, you go yeah. on the footbridge and you, you play. play there. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, but they kind of like psych them out. So, like, instead of doing that, they have them do them a favor, which is to play at like this uh, youth concert that they're hosting. That yeah. the that the folk department wasn't allowed to play at because they're being canceled essentially. Yeah. But then they. Um, because they won the battle, they uh, scum, like they have a scheme to play at the concert, and then they have like their own surprise concert at the end, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then it's like happy yep. ever after after that. Yeah, basically, basically, and it's all very cheery and all very Disney esque and all very cheesy comedy in a way, mixed but with manga, <laughs> mixed with manga, like <laughs> anime, yeah. anime. Yeah, but I think honestly, like the backbone really 
is kind of what I was looking for in the series of like the music. Because like it does, it is very music heavily. Like it definitely talks specifically about sort of like the music of the West and like the classical music and then very traditional ancient uh, Chinese music. Yeah. And it's like an actual battle between them, but it's not super um, thematic in that way, I guess. Because it's just sort of part of the plot and like the backdrop, but <clears throat> it's very focused to be that, to be like about the student's passion and sort of what they play. But it, it yeah. does, it kind of like does two things of focusing on like a music theme and then also just kind of like a, like a youth sort of drama comedy kind of film as well and it's like a healthy mix of everything i think yeah i really uh, liked um i like the comparison between uh, east and west music i mean mm. it, it's kind of like it's kind of dumb because like <laughs> i feel like i feel like people who actually play music and sure. actually like have a deeper understanding of music kind of appreciate all different kinds of music you know yeah yeah and 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 this is kind of playing on on the fact that like it's the stereotypical classical mm. music uh snobs <laughs> right and yeah. and like the folk music people are like the uh what do you call them like the bumpkins they say yeah right? yeah like, like, like the country like bumpkins low life like country bumpkin kind of stereotype right right and and I and the film is kind of, I think I mean it has a good message where it's like it's saying, you know, all music is, <coughs> is valuable and all music is unique in its own way and mm. and that there should be harmony in music rather than like this this contrived conflict, right? The, this like man-made conflict of like this One weird subjective other, like, like what is yeah. yeah exactly it's it's not really about what's better or what's not better but it's really about how the music affects people and so i think this movie kind of encapsulated that pretty well and mm. in, in saying like it's not about um it's not about classical music is better than and, and it's funny <laughs> because like they're saying like oh folk music is old but classical right. music is old <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know what i mean it's 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 kind of it's kind of like funny brag about, yeah. think about that but they're, yeah because the bragging point was like, oh, our music is like newer than your music. But like, <laughs> you think about it. Classical but music both... has been like... There's like that quote when he's like... Um, hundreds of years, man. It's, it's, I mean... There's like that argument yeah. when he, she like confesses the second time in the pianist. And she's, he's like, the young queen was like invented. It's like has the same roots as the piano. And the piano was invented in 1709. But the yeah. young queen <laughs> dates 400 years prior to that. And I'm like, wow, this is like ancient, ancient history. Exactly. But like, it's so funny that they're like... Using that as a a point of argument, <laughs> <laughs> and then even funnier is that, like the people that are talking about it are high schoolers. <laughs> like they're yeah. like, you know, if you think about it, they're talking about they're kind of defending this old music when they're so mm. young, and it's like they have yeah. zero sort of knowledge or experience to kind of really back up their claims in a way. Right, you know? right. Like none of them are historians in any way which but. which i guess makes more sense <coughs> that it would be high schoolers who do the, this kind of stuff you know? right right <laughs> <laughs> because respected like phd people would, would right, not right. be doing this yeah because i used to work at a classical music studio mm. and a lot of classical musicians are very open and sure. not 
this stereotypical snobby like kind of snobby like. person <laughs> it's not like they just listen to classical music you know yeah they, <laughs> I eat just because you play classical classic. music doesn't mean like that's the only thing you do right but uh i mean i mean obviously it's just a movie it's it's just for the yeah. film but it, it's just funny to see that and, mm. and kind of like they definitely maximize of, it to like a thousand percent you know Right, right. I mean, they needed a conflict in the in the film. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's but it's funny because it's funny movie. because the folk music people, they love like anime. They love all of this, and like <laughs> you know, it's it's also kind of like a a new thing that they like, right? Because mm. when they go to the the convention or whatever, right? Right. Like, the the other people are doing like pop music. That's and they're like, like even, going yeah, crazy for it. Because it's like even less about the music and more about yeah. the instruments. Because like most of what they played were modern melodies, you know. Like at right, the, right. The, the ACG convention and then the finale were the same. Were like the same mm. pieces. And they're yeah. both like modern music. Yeah. And then yeah. even, and what's even funnier is that even for the music face-off, what they played was Bumblebee's. Yeah, like both sides, so they weren't exactly. even like fighting for like the era of no, their music. They just went exactly. straight to Bumblebee. So that's what I thought was also like funny. It's like if you're gonna like rap folk music, why don't you like beat them with folk? Music? <laughs> right. There was like a tidbit when like the last trumpet guy came out. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. they finished. But it that's with not. Bumblebee. That doesn't yeah. count though. That's like. Yeah, I I know what you mean. Yeah, so it's like if you're gonna rep it, then like rep it, <laughs> rep it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yes. so like it, it, it really does have that kind of like inconsistency in it. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think the message of the film isn't like, oh, this is better or that's better, but like a coming together of music. So sure. I'll give it a pass. <laughs> <laughs> I won't leave it hard there, but right, right, yeah. Um, now, yeah, I definitely have to agree. I guess so, scene by scene is some highlighted scenes you wanted to point out. I actually like that moment where the main character, the girl, is, she went to into the uh, 502 dormitory, mm. and the two girls, the twin-looking girls, the <laughs> yeah. weird, oh, they um, were, they're, like, playing on the, Tata they're and playing their, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tata and, uh, Baby Chan. <laughs> Chan. Tata Chan yeah. and Baby Chan. Um, they, they're like on the computer. They're like playing games. And then the hermit girl is like doing her own thing. Uh-huh. And then the, the dark gloomy girl. She comes like, out of nowhere. Well, yeah. But she's like um like looking out the window or something like that. And she mm. sees like the beautiful like tree and stuff. And they start singing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, really like I actually like that moment. Like the, it was a nice like. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It was an interesting moment where, like, they all start singing this song. Yeah, and like that's like the ancient, of... like it's a piece from like something. Right, right, right. But it's it was it was nice. Yeah. It was a very nice uh, change of pace and yeah. kind of it's that moment where I, I guess they all kind of come together a little bit more. Like mm. she's yeah, yeah. she's kind of she's kind of more allowed into the group kind yeah. of moment. Yeah. So I like that moment. I love like how she harmonizes the cat pieces. Like they make the different noises. I was like, oh, I wish you would play more of that. That's kind of cool. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, I actually agree with you. I was going to mention that. I really like that scene. I do really enjoy the, the music off scene as well. Mm. Um, I don't know. I like the, con- the like the ACG concert and the last concert scene. 
they're okay, but it got like yeah. whatever like the second time. Cause it yeah, was, it wasn't as impactful. Yeah, it was like the same thing. Yeah. And then they they brought out so like they kind of made a big deal of the the bells, and then they used he like played three notes, and then that was <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, which I was like, all right, that felt that kind of feels like a waste. I mean, the they look cool though the bells. The yeah, chimes. they look they look great the chimes, yeah. but then it was just like dong dong dong, <laughs> and then some old man singing. Yeah, and it's like all right, all right. Um, the the hot pot in the water cooler bit is <laughs> kind of funny. Oh yeah, that moment. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning, she's like, "It smells like meat in here." He's like, "That's him when he doesn't take a shower." Like, <laughs> like wow, really threw him under the bus. Yeah, I think um, my opinion on the film overall is uh, is really that it's kind of split. I, I think the second half of the movie is definitely the better half, and I found it more enjoyable. Like, it gets better as you keep watching it, in a way, because it gets a little more exciting. Because, like, the first half, nothing much really happens, and it isn't up until, like, I guess the ACG concert when... I feel like the ball kind of gets moving in the story in the movie and kind of like things start happening in exciting ways. Cause then there's a concert and then like the concert's kind of exciting and then they're like all giddy, happy, get along. Well, like that happens and then there's like a falling out and then the summer vacation and then it's like, Oh, you guys are going to get banned. And then the music face off happens and that's kind of exciting. And then after that sort of like things start kind of picking up. But before that, it's just like they're kind of goofy high school kids and it's right. kind of like cheesy comedy. Like the movie falls under sort of like like that Disney stereotype in a way that's just not like just not like entertaining, I guess. But I think it gets better. I will say cuz they like physically transform. Like they change their hairstyles and then they lose like the glasses and then they're no longer nerdy <laughs> after a certain point. Yeah. And I feel like once that happens, things kind of get better. <laughs> But it's so weird that that happens too. <laughs> like, they, yeah, <laughs> he like takes off his glasses and he changes his hairstyle and he's like this super handsome guy and then he's like that yeah. for the entire movie. And then she does the same thing when she confesses to Wong Wen, and then she's exactly like that for the whole movie. And it's like this weird, like they do an anime, they just turn from like geeky to like super powerful. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that was gonna happen too. As soon as I saw the guy. With his braces and with his glasses and everything. I was oh, like, yeah. this guy's going to turn into a better looking dude. Like, I am no longer you know, Mibu. That's like like one of the biggest things that happen in like Chinese like movies, I feel mm. like. Where okay. like usually the main ca- main female character is like is like supposed to be ugly. Sure. So they make her look like she has like glasses and she has like, you know, like crooked the- teeth or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then you know that she, she's actually pretty, though. You know she's already pretty. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you know she's, she's just, like, pretty. having all these, like, different things to, like, make her look weird. <laughs> like, they do that so much in, in Chinese, like, movies. I just feel like it's so, like, <coughs> overdone. <laughs> it's like you're trying to fool me, but it's not working. Like, she's pretty, right? And, but, like, people, like, act like she's not pretty. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> I mean, they so physically, like, take a stab at him when he's... <laughs> when um she's like when the group of the the two dimensional group is like oh we won't accept you you don't know what it's like to be an otaku whatever 
And then he completely throws her under the bus oh, yeah. and he's like, but I'm a true otaku. And he opens up his shirt and he's like, I love 2D girls. And then they're like, you're just too ugly. <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's like, dun, dun, dun. He's like, don't you know looks are everything? Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's... For me, I, I feel like this movie was like... It's it was too, like everywhere. I feel like, mm. like there's not there wasn't a lot of deep character development for any of the characters really. Yeah. Like even even the main character, and and the uh, and the main male and female character, we are with them the most. But right. I feel like we don't really see a great amount of like character development mm. throughout the film. Like essentially, the girl is pretty much the same. She never changes in the in the film. Yeah, she's basically the same. Like (laughs) her biggest problem, like conflict, was like getting the guy, the Mm -hmm. piano guy. Even after she gets rejected, she's like, "Okay, whatever, that's fine. (laughs) I'll just figure it out. I'll just do some other stuff." Like it it was very, it was just playing the plot point, but never really driving home any kind of emotional like, like. So so it made the character feel very caricaturous. Like it 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 sure. felt like it wasn't a real human being. Hey, all of the characters, to be honest, kind of feel like that because even when they show like these moments of like uh, right. their li- their little like conflict moments, like during the summer break time, where they're right. all like going back to their homes and they're all like back with their families, <laughs> and none of their families like care about what they do. Like, <laughs> they think you know they're all weird or whatever. Yeah. It, it falls never short. really, yeah. It never really like goes deep into that, and I, and obviously this film isn't really meant to be this f- huge uh, character like film. <laughs> yeah. But I do feel like even as an ensemble, like their ensemble, it really, it didn't really have big moments where I felt like these guys really came together. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like an ensemble cast per se, because like I yeah. said, we we focus mainly on. Well, one changing most of the time, and then yeah. Liao is the second guy, and then all the other girls are like just mainly the supporting cast, even though they're right. there. But like I said, there's there's literally like nothing done with them that yeah. that you could support as like an ensemble cast because yeah, cause, they just have very like quirky like right. characteristics traits that make that make you aware of them. But sure. you're never really like they're there for like the plot. Though, and then that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're more like they're for the plot so that they can have an ensemble, right? Or they can have the entourage to muster up a concert, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll say like I mean, I feel like the movie definitely tried in a way. I mean, for changing anyway. So, but like I said, it, it's not enough. Like it falls flat. It's like she, like her, I guess. Her motivation, her goal is to win over Wang Wen, and then yeah. she she get re- gets rejected once, and then her drive is to get basically get him to notice her, and like her instrument or whatever. And that's where I got confused too because I initially thought it was just for him to get to notice her, but mm. then she like explains later, oh, it's just to notice my instrument, right. and it was like okay, that's odd, and then she gets rejected again. And then basically she's like left with nothing, so she decides to disband the group, and yeah. then that's when like the group has a falling out, and everybody's kind of gets upset with each other, and then that's 
like that's when Jin has like an interpersonal moment of like, why do I even play this instrument? She's like, I already played it because of my mom. And then she confronts her mom about it. And her mom's like, it's like, oh, well, that's a lie. Like, you know, you yourself kind of chose to play the instrument and it just yeah. has like a, a long history with you. And you just have to, and she kind of tells her straight up, like, you just have to confront if you want to play the instrument or quit playing the right. instrument. Like, why do you play the instrument, basically? And then we never get a clear answer. Like, we just get a scene no. with her, like, tapping it once. Yeah. And then it moves on, you know? It's like, I'm happy now. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine now. Like, everything else, all the problems that I had, like. Yeah, and it just, like, I guess it doesn't itself. really matter. I just like the, I just like the, you know, instrument. <laughs> yeah. It's like, where's the cathartic moment in that? And there's not really, like, I guess, I guess the, the cathartic moment was, because, like, after that, the the second year starts after summer vacation and then you yeah he like the principal announces that the full program is going to be uh canceled and then she's like then she like supports the group and like hey you can't do that but it, it's still it feels like a separate point all in itself and it's just it just doesn't work as like a cathartic yeah i mean anyway. for me like it might be it might be my opinion but sure, like sure. for me it, it just feels like like it feels like the the writer knew all of the 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 plot points that he needed to like or she needed to like put in to yeah. make it a movie that feels like it has ups and downs sure but it never felt like those moments really paid off like it never felt believable to the point where like right, right. like like the character had to do that or like it never mm, felt mm. like the character needed to go that route or like it never felt like the character really really wanted that right yeah, it is too, it's too by the book. Like, it, it takes you out in the sense, like, you know it's a story. And like you said, he has to hit these points that are, like, required for a film or, like, required for <laughs> right, a right. script, right? And it's like, all right, now we, we have, like, a hook and, like, the plot and, like, the intention and, like, obstacle, whatever. And it's like, oh, now we got to go here. And then it's, like, climbing action. And then it's like, now we have to have, like, the climax and the dipping point. Yeah, and then yeah, exactly. we have to exactly. get to, like, the final resolution and then, like, this grandiose finale. And it right. just it just hits all those marks without really but being like superficial within like the yeah, details. Yeah, but it, it hits all those marks, but it's not convincing in, right, in how right. it does it. At least for me. But but the thing is, like, this is the other thing. Like, I feel like this movie isn't catered towards people like me, though. Right. That's right. another thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like if if I was like a let's say if I was a child watching this movie. I great. probably would have loved it, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's really dependent on the viewer and the audience. Right. And so I think you also have to keep that into, into consideration. Well, like, the the target audience for the movie, like, if it doesn't seem to want to target specifically kids or even, like, adolescents. Like, right, the prime right. group is definitely, like, adolescent and, like, youth. But the movie feels like it is sort of broad and just, like, like PG thirteen for everybody, like throw it in a theater and everybody can watch it. You know, I feel like it's like, PG. It's not. It, there's nothing that makes it PG thirteen. Yeah, that's true. But I, in a way, it feels blockbustery in the sense that it sort of wants everybody to watch it. But it doesn't feel catered to like just specifically kids, to me right. anyway. But right. I, mean, I mean, like, I don't think it's it's like I don't think they're like. Oh, let me put this on Disney Channel. Like it's not like that. <laughs> right, right, right. But I, I think if we were to categorize it, if we had to categorize it, I wouldn't like necessarily say this is like just for like every person, you know? Mm. 
Like it would it would be definitely something I would recommend. Like it's not like for critics. Younger, huh? I mean, it's not like a critic. Like it's not going for critically acclaimed. No, no, obviously, like, yeah, not. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I would say it would be more catered towards like younger people or like the youth or like young young like teens or something like that. You know? Sure. Yeah, I mean, at least that's that's the vibe that I get. I mean, all in all, it's entertaining, and I think. It does a good job. Like, it, it seeks to be an entertaining film. Mm. And I think it does a good job in that. And that's why I like it. Because I think it, it aims its spark in that. And it doesn't try right. to be anything more than entertaining. Right, right, right. Uh, which is fine. I mean, if if it's going for that, then cool. Yeah. And it's a good no, movie I, I in that it, sense. I think you're right. But like, don't expect anything more out of it. <laughs> right, right, right. So I agree, I agree. Um, but yeah, so the, the music series as a whole, Lee, we're done. We went through it. Yeah. Um, yes. So what are your, I guess, what are some of your thoughts on the series as a whole? Now that we're done, let's take a step back. I would like to revisit it, Mm. this series one day, because I feel like this was too small of a slice of (laughs) all the various kinds of, uh, films. Of a big pie. I'm not quite sure about Asian music films because I haven't watched too many of them, but I think it is an interesting genre. Mm. It's always a genre that I'm interested in. Yeah, I think it's like, it's niche, but it's like, it's kind of like a rabbit hole within a rabbit hole, right? Because yeah. it's a movie about, like we were talking about a mov- movies about a another sort of industry in a way, or like another mm. sort of art form. And so there's yeah. so many different, types of music like i mean as we've seen there's we pretty much every film had a different type of music that it highlighted right. as like with swing kids it was tap music with secret it was more into the classical linda 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 was sort of pop rock and then this movie was a mix of ancient um ancient chinese and also classical yeah but there's like so many other uh genres of music like hip-hop like we didn't even touch hip-hop yeah, yeah, there's actually pop. a film, a, a rap film that I was actually interested in. Yeah, I mean, like, with even within that, there's different kinds of movies to to make out of those, you know. Like, within rap, it could be, like, a murder mystery with rap, or it could be, like, a drama with rap, or, you know what I mean? Like, it just be, you could do, it's almost uh, limitless, the kind yeah. of what, what there is out there and what you can kind of explore as a filmmaker with it. That makes it, that makes it an interesting um, topic to see so yeah we only we only crack like not even a surface of (laughs) what is out there so um yeah i mean i i too would like to definitely come back i think i mean four out of four all the movies were definitely good in some way there was not a bad movie in one sense but they're all very different i think that's what we come across a lot is how varying the movies are yeah within sort of like a series that we try to cater to but all the movies are like structured different and definitely like tonally different. I mean, Swing Kids to this movie, like definitely both different. <laughs> like <laughs> right, two right. different movies for sure. If you had to uh, rank these four movies, which what would it look like? I think it would be uh, Linda, Linda, Swing Kids, and then uh, Secret, and then Our Shining Days. Oof! This one just got the boot to the last. Yeah, I don't. I didn't think it was like bad, but 
I don't think it's the film that interested me the most. I think mine's looking similar. Um, maybe I put this above Secret. Uh, just because I think I was entertained more by this movie than Secret. Secret was just like a little gimmicky. And I was like, all right, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm really buying into this time traveling mm. romance thing. Um, but I, I, I really like Linda, Linda, Linda over Swing Kids, but Swing Kids is also really good. I think in like a shock factor, Swing Kids definitely got me because I didn't expect for them to die at the end. <laughs> As that happened, <laughs> I was like, we just all got murked. <laughs> Uh, yes, so, moving on, Lee, what are we gonna do now? What's next in our future? As we so well, debated. It, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. You'll never find out. <laughs> that was, that was such a dumb, well, that was a great transition. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a pun. If you haven't got it, we will be doing mysteries next series. So yes, so two and two again. Uh, I'll just read out what we picked. So we have a joint security area. Came out in 2000. And we have then Blood Rain in 2005. We have both are Korean, right? Blood Rain is Korean? Yes. Okay. Uh, Then there's Ikari or Rage. That's Japanese from 2016. And then After My Death, which came out in 2017. Uh, And After My Death is Korean. Um, I guess they're all technically... They have a Korean through line because Ikari is directed by a Korean director, even though he's Japanese. Mm. So there's that. Um, But yeah, it should be pretty exciting. Uh, We did our best best to try to find mystery because mystery and thriller cross paths hard. Yeah. But we think that this should be good. Have you seen? Have you seen Blood Rain? Have you seen both of your movies? I haven't seen Blood Rain. Joint Security Area. I watched like long time ago. So it's practically irrelevant. Like long mind. time ago. <laughs> I haven't seen the only one I've seen is Ikari. I haven't seen the other three. Um, mm. I just picked After My Death. Interested to see what that's about. But uh, Ikari is really good. Actually, like that's probably one of my like top. Top, top movies for sure. I love the movie a lot. So, should be interesting. What do you want to do first? Doesn't matter. It's up to you. Yeah, it's up to you. I'm just going to stick with this list that's here. So, (laughs) Joint Security Areas first. Should be... I mean, it's kind of like already a good movie because it's Park Chung-wook. So, you don't even have to dispute it. (laughs) What do you mean, man? (laughs) You didn't even watch it. You can't just say it's good. (laughs) He automatically gets a good pass. (laughs) What is this director bias? (laughs) It exists. It exists. He hasn't let me down yet. Why would he let me down now? Uh, Yes, so joint security area next week. Be there for sure. See you next week. Bye.